This is an ABC podcast. Hello, everyone. My name is Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Hi, Ruby. Welcome to News Time, a show where every week we count down five news stories from right around the world. As always, I need some help from you. What do you say? Ready to count down today's stories? Yes, we're ready. Oh, always so prepared. I love it. Okay, let's go. Story number five. There have been a lot of protests happening in the world lately. In America, in the United Kingdom, right across Europe, and here in Australia as well. So, first things first, what is a protest? It's people getting together in a group in order to be heard. They might be saying, we need something, or they might be saying, you have to stop this. It's basically like, we actually care. You walk in the street and you hold signs that you can say stuff. And, like, they all try to get the law changed. Yep, a protest is a way for people to get together and say no to something something that they don't like or something that they think should change. It's a way to show how they feel and get their voices heard. Right now, people right around the world are protesting racism. Racism is when you think that one group of people is better than the other and it's really unfair. Racism is where you be really mean to that person. Like for Aboriginals or dark coloured people, they get racism a lot. Racism is when people are treated unfairly because of where their family is from or the colour of their skin. Black Lives Matter is the name of a movement, a group of protesters who are saying no to racism. If one protest leads to more and more and lots of protests about the same kind of thing, it gets called a movement because people want to move from one way of doing things to a different way of doing things. They're telling the government and the rest of the police that Black Lives Matter. So that what they're telling is not to happen, won't happen again. Because they keep saying that something is not fair and the government just doesn't listen, so they decide to protest. Because if you keep on doing the same thing about racism, it's not going to change. It's just going to keep on being the same and we should change that by saying Black Lives Matter. The Black Lives Matter movement started in America because America has treated black people unfairly for a long time. Black people in the United States still aren't treated the same as white people, even though that's not allowed. And it's the same in Australia. Our country has a history of being unfair to Aboriginal, Torres Strait Islander and South Sea Islander people, and to people from other countries too. It's not fair. It makes me feel frustrated and sad. It's not fair to treat people differently. Yeah, because it's not really... Well, it's not fair at all that the people that are getting teased are the ones who have to always stick up for themselves. Like, they need someone to go, hey, stop doing that, it's not nice. Exactly. So people are coming together to say no and that things have to change. They're using their voices to stand together and say, Black Lives Matter. 
big protests get lots of attention. They go on the news and people talk about them, just like we're talking about them right now. I just think they're, they're all equal. Everyone is connected. We're all humans. We're all humans. And it doesn't matter what colour our skin is. We actually care. Speak up. That's what you're meant to do. Thank you for sharing your thoughts, everyone. It can be hard to talk about racism, but it's important that we keep on doing it so that we can help look out for each other. Okay, time to move on to our next story. Story number four. This story is about some giant rocks on a hillside in Japan. Okay, so I know that might not sound so amazing, but these rocks, they aren't just any rocks. They're called the Kaneyama megaliths. Scientists reckon they were used as an observatory. An observatory is something that we use to study the stars. So what kinds of things can stars teach us about? They get to name new stars, they find new constellations. Like, you, like you can navigate with them. Yes, you can, if you know what you're doing. These ancient rocks helped people measure time, kind of like an ancient calendar or a really old clock. Definitely not. I don't even think anyone had, would have invented electricity or, or paper. 5,000 years ago. Okay, yeah, these rocks weren't quite the same as the calendars that we hang on our walls or the clocks that we use to tell the time these days. But think about this. The sun comes up on one side of the horizon in the east. Throughout the day, it rises high into the sky and then slowly sinks behind the horizon again in the west. As the sun moves, the light changes and that light can tell us... I guess you can tell what time it is. Maybe you like, put it on the ground to try to make time to maybe draw a clock. Bingo! Inside the megaliths, there are spots to sit and watch the sun come through the cracks. Scientists think that by sitting there and watching the sun peek through the cracks through the day, the Joman people could tell what time it was. Whoa! Clever, right? Okay, let's head forward in time now to our next story. Story number three. Tell me, what exactly do you think it is that makes an artist an artist? Artist is you make lovely pictures and then they might put it up in an art gallery. Ah, yes. Well, this news story is about a show at an art gallery. Nyapa Nyapa Yunupingu is a gumach painter from Yungu country in Arnhem Land. That's in the Northern Territory at the top of Australia. Nyapa Nyapa has been painting for more than 60 years. Some of her paintings are so big that they take up the entire wall in a room. That is like incredible and I'm pretty sure that took her a long time. Pretty impressive, right? Nyapanyapa's paintings are all different, and she paints on lots of different things, like fabrics and canvas, and sometimes even bits of tree trunks. Because some are soft, some are hard, some are smooth. 
the biggest art gallery in the Northern Territory has just chosen Nyapa Nyapa for a solo exhibition. That means that every painting in the exhibition will have been done by her. That's nothing new for Nyapa Nyapa, she's kind of a big deal. But this particular exhibition is special because it will make her the first ever Aboriginal artist to have a solo exhibition at this gallery. I think that's good for Aboriginal people because if they aren't, like, they're not included, that's the wrong thing to do. You should always include other people. Don't exclude. One of the paintings that's going to be shown at this exhibition is called Ganyu, which means stars. It's fireworks in the night sky. It makes me think of sea creatures like big flowers it makes me feel like kind of like i'm in the jungle searching for something i think it's amazing how there are so many ways to see one picture oh, okay my artsy fartsies on to story number two Every year on the 14th day in June countries around the world celebrate World Blood Donor Day Tell me some things that you know about blood. The red stuff inside your skin. It pumps in your skin. It, it's made of a tiny, tiny cells and it moves around your body, making, bringing ex oxygen. Blood is wet. Wet! You got it. Blood pumps through our bodies, taking oxygen from the air that we breathe and delivering it to all of our muscles. Blood carries white blood cells that protect us from getting sick. And, like, sometimes it fights the germs. It's keep you alive. Yep, we all need blood to stay healthy. And that's why blood donors are important. They're people who give their blood away to other people who need it. Um, it's when someone t donates blood to a, to a nurse for the nurse to give to another people person who's sick and that needs more blood. They take the blood and then they transfer it to someone who doesn't have... They have blood but not as much. That's a bit good for hospital people, but that's a bit strange. It is strange. Why do some people need other people's blood? Well, when our bodies are working like they should, they make new blood for us so we never run out of it. But for some people, it's not that simple. Some people have sicknesses, which means their body can't make them more blood. Or sometimes people are in terrible accidents and lose a lot of blood. Um, because they might have a baby and they lose too much blood, or they might need to replace their blood. Exactly. When those things happen, blood donors come to the rescue. And that's why we celebrate World Blood Donor Day, to say thank you to those people. Thank you for donating blood. Thank you, kind people. Happy Blood Donor Day. Happy Blood Donor Day. And just like that, we are up to our last story. Story number one. Imagine a kookaburra. A kookaburra as tall as a giraffe, with huge blue wings and an extra loud cackle. One just like that has been spotted up in Queensland. <laughs> Is that a real kookaburra? 
It's huge. Okay, you got me. It's not a real kookaburra. It's a sculpture of one. It was made by a man called Favardin Daliri. Favardin has spent a lot of time at home lately, just like us, to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. And with all that extra time on his hands, Favardin decided to build a giant laughing kookaburra. Because, well, why not? Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Wow, like, how does I do it? Favardin put his big bird on the back of a truck. It's made out of painted bamboo, a bit like paper mache, and it's held together with a strong metal so that it doesn't fly away. It looks silly and funny and it looks like it's real. Um, it's humongous and it's colourful. If you could make a creation like Pavardin's, what kind of animal would you make? I would make a big rainbow lorikeet. Giant gorilla. A big eagle. A big shark. A sculpture of the world that moves around and, and animals. Wow, sounds like we could create a whole forest full of giant animals. And that is the end of news time for today. Thank you so much for all your help. I'm off to find some fresh stories for next week's show. See you then. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye, Ruby. Bye. Bye.